Welcome to the Fat Stacks Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Ezoic, which is a high-tech platform for bloggers and niche site owners who monetize with display ads. They also have some really cool site speed tools that can help increase your page speed insight scores. I use Ezoic on my niche sites. If you're not happy with your ad revenue and or site speed, check them out. Today, I want to talk about the value, if there is any, or perhaps futility of outreach and promotion for niche sites, for a lot of different niches, all right? Because there's a lot of talk out there, especially in the SEO blogs, about how important it is to spend 80% of your time on promotion and only 20% of time on your content. And I think that's wrong, wrong, wrong for a lot of sites. I don't do it. I never have done it. But it's right for some very few types of websites, but it's wrong for most sites. And so this is bad information that you could end up wasting a lot of your time on if you follow it, okay? But I, I'm not gonna, I'm also gonna explain where it's actually really good information. And if you, if you do it when it's applicable, it can make a big difference. If you do it when it doesn't make sense, you're gonna waste a ton of your time and you're gonna miss out on actually really growing your niche site, okay? So first off, I want to jump into what do I mean by outreach and promotion and all that, okay? A lot of these sites, I don't do a whole lot of it, so I'm certainly not an expert on this. I don't don't really know how to do it, but such I know what it is. And basically what what it is is you publish this really good article, this blog post. It's got some some good visual assets, like maybe an infographic, charts, tables. It's well written. It covers the topic extensively. It's like your epic guide, as as they say. And so you publish it. It took you a couple days to write, and then what you do is you spend the next four or five days promoting it. And that means contacting other niche sites in your space, uh, maybe small businesses that are relevant to it, social media channels that are relevant, anything that's relevant. You mention this article to them. You can outright ask for a link or or mention, or you can just say, hey, check this out. This is cool. Uh, You know, tell me what you think. And then, you know, you're doing that in some sort of like sneaky, subtle way. Like, oh, here it is. I I trust that you're going to realize how awesome this is. You're going to link to it. All right. Now, it works, right? You could you, you contact a thousand other entities on the web. Some of them, if they like the content, are going to mention it. They're going to link to it. And that's cool. It does work. All right. It, it is a numbers game. And the numbers are, are pretty low unless you have something truly, truly cool. Uh, which is pretty rare, right? Or if you're a celebrity in the space, right? Like some of these SEO bloggers, they're they're big names in the space. Everybody knows them, right? So if you get an email from them and 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 they want you to link to them, uh, chances are they get a pretty good uh, uh, successful outreach success rate because. I don't know, a lot of smaller bloggers think, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do it. And, you know, maybe maybe he'll return the favor someday, and, and maybe they will. I don't know. But so, you know, they, they have an advantage, right? But if you're just some, like, like anonymous corporate niche site that nobody no- knows really – you're not going to be able to leverage any sort of brand recognition, right? So um, your, your number is going to be pretty pathetic. You can conduct a 1,000 outfits, and you, if you're lucky, you get 10 or 10%, 10 mentions or links or something like, like that, okay? But that doesn't always make sense, and I'm actually going to run you through the numbers as to why. So that is outreach promotion. You can hire it out, sure, but, of course, then that costs you money, right? And so then the question comes down, I can spend $500 on outreach promotion for each article, or I can plow that 500 bucks back into more content. Depends on, depending on your blogging model, uh, in a lot of instances, that 500 bucks is far better deployed on more content than it is on outreach. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you a scenario, okay? 
So the first scenario is let's talk about where it makes sense, where outreach and promotion makes sense. And let's use the SEO blog uh, niche, right? Let's say you own a SEO uh, a blog or a niche that talks about how to do SEO. This is your only blog. This is it. Uh, for the life of me, I don't really understand how someone can publish an SEO blog when they haven't like actually ranked other stuff. But who, who am I to say? I, I tend to only follow people who actually are in the trenches and, and actually have done stuff with other sites or clients. I think client work counts for a lot. And then they blog about it, but whatever. Okay, that's a whole other topic. Uh, but let's say, uh, so they got this cool SEO blog and... And within the SEO niche, teaching how to do SEO, there's not a lot of keywords. All right, it's not it's not like uh, the recipe niche where there are literally hundreds of thousands of potentially good keywords. Okay, there's not in the SEO space, and so the these SEO bloggers are all vying for the same keywords. Right, so they're extremely competitive. They're very high value, very very high value. Rank number one for some of those big ones. There's a lot of money to be made if you have a good offer good offer could be selling SEO services or it could be selling a course or both okay so let's let's crunch the numbers here let's say you're selling a course on this blog for 2000 bucks and so you end up generating $300 revenue per thousand visitors to your site there's very few keywords and so what you need to do is you need to get traffic targeted traffic relevant traffic who's going to end up buying the course but you're 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 gunning for only a handful of very competitive keywords, and so every piece you publish has to be epic, and you have to bring your A game. You got to get you got to hustle, 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 and build as many links and and tweet outs and social mentions and signals and traffic, and, and get you know align everything up to give every advantage and edge you can get to rank every piece of article within the top three of Google. And if you can do that, you're going to succeed. All right. Here's the problem with these sites, is what they do is they succeed with this, they rank for really competitive keywords, and it's impressive. I couldn't do it. All right, I don't. That's not my model, but I, but they rank for this stuff, and then they base the rest of their blog on how to rank in SEO using this model. All right, so. It's, it's sort of the self-fulfilling marketing cycle, and I don't, I don't really care for it, right? And the reason I don't care for it is not because it doesn't work. It works for very specific niches and very specific sites, usually business-oriented sites. But it can also work in like some of the real uh, lucrative desperation-type niches like weight loss. It can work there too, Okay. Anything where there's potentially a lot of money per thousand visitors to be made. Okay. But for other types of niche sites, which I'll explain, it doesn't make sense. Okay, so but it makes sense there and it works, all right? But is that the type of site you publish? Chances are it's not. Chances are you are publishing some general niche site out there. Uh, maybe it's a hobby site on knitting. Maybe you write about sneakers. Maybe you like sneakers. Sneakers is, a, is one of those really interesting niches because uh, not only is it just blatant product-oriented, but there's actually a sort of a passion behind it. It's almost one of those perfect products there where people collect it. It's a collectible item and people are passionate about sneakers. They won't just buy one pair of sneakers. They'll buy 50 pairs. Anyways, that's an aside. It's an interesting type of niche. I'm not in it, actually. I'm not in the sneaker niche. I don't particularly care about them. I have one pair. Uh, so, now let's talk about 
the other scenario, this is my scenario, and this is why the whole outreach promotion doesn't make sense. All right, my approach with my niche size is is to go after low competition keywords, and they're going to have low search volume per month, and they're not going to be all that lucrative. They're going to have a low revenue per thousand visitors, primarily because I'm monetized with display ads. I'm, I'm, most of my stuff doesn't even work with affiliate stuff. It's just like information and entertainment and fun stuff. Most of what the web is actually made up of, right? Most of the web is not how to do SEO. Amazingly, imagine that. That, that is such a small little sliver. Like, it's ridiculously small. No, most of the web is like buzz... Uh, uh, BuzzFeed stuff, you know, just just eye candy, listicles, entertainment, or car and driver stuff, fun in car reviews, fun information about cars. People need to do research about the latest cars. I love I love that site. Whenever I'm looking for a car, well, it hasn't been recent, but over the years, you know, okay, time to trade in the car and get a new car because it's old. Uh, great site. I spent hours on it, right? And similar sites. So these are your general niche sites. And, they, and, and the model behind it is publish lots of content, good content, serve an audience. You're going to generally target low competition, low keyword uh, search volume stuff. And you're going to get the traffic because you publish lots of that content, not because you publish one article and you spend the next four days doing outreach and promotion trying to get other sites to link to you. All right, Because I can tell you in these Joe Blow niches that other sites don't really care. They're really not going to link to you, right? If you if you run a big, awesome SEO blog and it's awesome and you came up with some novel idea and it works and, wow, that's great, other sites are going to link to you because it's a very small industry. But if you're just publishing about cheese graters, nobody cares. I can tell you that. Nobody really cares, all right? But there's some really great keywords around cheese graters that are pretty low competition, that you can rank for without having to do any outreach. So it's a volume game. All right, so let's do an example, right? Let's say, let's let's this example pertains to the the high volume publishing model, but you actually do you do a lot of outreach. Okay, so let's say you go for keywords with 200 monthly searches, and let's say because the articles are really good, uh, you add up all the other accidental keywords you rank for, you end up with a thousand visitors per month. That that's being very generous, right? It's not likely, but let's say you can do that, and let's say you fo- you get your your goal and what you achieve is one published article per week. That's 50 per year. So and let's assume your outreach is spot on and it works and you get a few links and mentions for every article you you spend four full days on every article outreaching like crazy and so let's say you rank all of those articles that means you can get the full thousand monthly visitors per month to all those articles 50,000 monthly visitors with an ad revenue of uh, $10 per thousand visitors you make 500 bucks a month okay that's at the end of the year now let's let's take a similar scenario but no promotion okay so let's say instead you publish five articles per week and you're not doing any promotion that's 250 articles in a year now because we're not doing promotion we're not going to have as high of a, a ranking percentage for that content. So let's say only 30% of them rank well. I think generally it could be higher if you have a, a good website with some authority, but let's say 30% rank well. That means you're going to have 75 articles pulling in those 1,000 visitors per month, which is 75,000 visitors per month, all right? Now, 
but there's also the additional traffic from all the other keywords that you never intended to rank for, but you actually happen to rank for just because you push out a lot of content. And so let's give it a conservative number of 15,000 visitors. So you take the 75,000 plus 15, that's 90,000 monthly visitors at a, at a same $10 per thousand visitors from ad revenue, $900 per month. So you nearly double your ad revenue by focusing on pushing out way more content and not doing any any content promotion. And this is for the particular types of niches I'm talking about, all right? And and so even when we take a very simplistic scenario, and this is an example only, it's a hypothetical, and it's just very simplistic, but I think it illustrates how if you, if you chose the model I do for my niche sites, you're much better off pushing out as much content, all right? So the point is is be very careful to the information you read and, more importantly, deploy on your site. You have to think about it. Is what they're telling me, is that applicable to what I'm doing? Is that the same type of site, right? Your SEO blog that does a case study on how they ranked an SEO article with outreach, is that applicable to you targeting obscure topics in volume on your new site. No, it's it's apples and oranges. It really is. I've act, I've actually tested this. I you know I, I remember all this outreach info came out. I'm like, oh great, I'm gonna go do outreach. I can tell you, in most niches, you're not going to get anybody who cares. All right, you can do guest posting. That's a different beast, right? You can submit a really good article to other sites and they'll publish it because they're actually getting something in return and they'll link to you. But very few are just going to be like, oh, yeah, good article. Let me take 10 minutes of my time and go back to another article and add a link or let me dedicate a social media post just for you. They're not going to do it. You can pay them, but then you're buying links and you don't want to go down that road because that's risky. So I can tell you. Now, there are exceptions to this. All right. There are exceptions even with the high publishing volume model. Okay. And actually, I did it recently. If you're going to go for a really lucrative Keyword, whether it has a potential mountains of traffic, hundred thousand visitor a month, and just and, and the ad revenue is going to add up, or it's a, a, a buyer intent keyword where if you rank in the top three, there's going to be so much affiliate commissions could be awesome. You can publish this stuff on on your site by all means, even though it's a little bit different than what you normally do. And in fact, I encourage it. Leverage the authority you build up, and you can do these in the long run. These you may be worthwhile to invest time in promotion and outreach. Now, I don't because I just don't like doing it, period. I don't really want to train anyone to do it. Uh, I have done it a little bit. I tend to find a better approach for general niche sites is if you if you invest money into some really good creatives like cool charts and tables and, and statistical infographics, very simple ones, very simple things of, of cool information, or you come up with just anything visual that's really that looks really good and is unique. Uh, other sites are going to rip that stuff off and they're going to link to you. And that's why I make them. I know other sites are stealing it. Whoa, no, I'm not going to go after them. I'm not going to hire a copyright troll to go after them. I, I create it also for my audience because it's good information, but I also want other sites to be like, oh, I'd love to put that in my site. They won't mind. They take it, put it in their site, and they're like, oh, I'm cool. I'm going to link to them, so I'm safe. Well, they're not really safe, but uh, they're safe with me because the link is cool. I'm, that, that's more than adequate, right? So you could generally get a lot more inbound links on autopilot investing in some really cool content than spending time doing outreach. That's my experience, all right, in most niche sites. Niche sites. Now, there are those exceptions. You're swinging for the fences for a lucrative keyword on your site. By all means, do it all, right? Create the awesome creatives. 
go for a lot of outreach. Contact everybody in the space you know, small businesses related, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and get get even a handful of links could help tremendously. And I did this recently. I actually published an article on one of my new sites that target, uh, the main keyword has 110,000 searches. If I took all the other keywords that this thing, it's, it's, a, it's a monster article. It's like 9,000 words. It's epic. It's huge. It's one I've actually wanted to publish for years and years and years. Uh, it took months to put together. I had to hire an expert, like person certified, and they did it. And then I hired a separate graphic artist. I, I put a lot into this thing because if, if I rank number one for this thing, there's potentially like 100,000 plus visitors per month just to this one article, which is going to be, even though it's just display ad revenue, it's going to be very, very lucrative. And I did do a little bit of promotion with this. Uh, not a whole lot, but I did a little bit. I don't know how it worked, but I am getting inbound links to that article slowly but surely, and, it, and it's ranking. It's already doubled the overall traffic for that site. One article has doubled the overall traffic. That has its own problems. Uh, when you have one or two or, let's say, five articles that bring in like 80% of the traffic to your site, that's cool and it's great and you'll take it but you're vulnerable right these are lucrative keywords if I ring number one for this not only do I have to then defend because there's going to be a lot of sites who are going to want that to rank for that because it's one of the best keywords in the niche probably the best keyword in the niche so you got to watch your back right so that's why going under the radar with low low competition stuff is actually good in volume because nobody else really cares about it all right so another point I want to bring up about this promotion right View, you know, I get contacted all the time by the by the promoters, right? Oh, check out my site. Here's a resource. You'll love it. So I, I know who's doing it and who's not in my various niches. And if you've been around in your niche long enough, you've been contacted too. What's interesting is I've never had HuffPost contact me to do outreach. I've never had Car and Driver out contact me. I've never heard of them contacting other sites. Maybe they have. I could be wrong here. But I'm pretty sure the big sites, Forbes, Car and Driver, all, all the mega online web properties, they're not doing outreach promotion. They're pushing out a lot of good content every single day, and they're ranking it, and they're attracting links because it's good content. Now, they have a lot of brand cachet and all of that, so that helps them tremendously, but the content's generally quite good because they invest in good content, and that's their model. And they're not investing in outreach. You can bet your bottom dollar if outreach paid off for all that content, they would have an entire room full of people doing outreach 24-7. But it doesn't pay off. And they know it. And they probably tried it. And they don't. And, they, and it didn't pay off. They're better off putting all their resources that would have gone into outreach into more content. Because that's what works. So, by all means, Get educated with the stuff. Read all the different blogs about there, even the SEO blogs. There's a lot of good information there. They, 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 do, they do spend a lot of time analyzing stuff and pushing out lots of excellent, excellent articles. But you have to turn your brain on and be discerning and think about, how, does this actually apply to my new site? What's different about it? Especially watch those case studies, right? When they do a case study, is the case study of something that's similar to what you're doing or is it, or is it apples and oranges? Thanks for listening.